1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As rivals reunited at Ibrox as Rangers and Aberdeen meet in a season-defining cup replay Hearts and Partick Thistle are also trying to progress on the day Alex McLeish named the Scotland squad And St Mirren stay bottom after defeat against Kilmarnock I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna We're not even into the middle of March yet Gordon But somebody's season will be over tonight Because with the best will in the world You can see Rangers or Aberdeen catching Celtic in the league And whoever Crashes out in the quarter-final replay The season for me will be over Alan McGregor's Scotland career is already over So who's it going to be for Kazakhstan and San Marino? Will it be Scott Bain? Will it be John McLaughlin? Or as somebody said last night Will it be Anthony Amy? Yeah, a lot to look forward to, Gordon Especially tonight with the cup ties They'll take uh, preference right away The big one at Ibrox Packed crowd there uh, in their terrific atmosphere The winners have got a glamour tie against Celtic in the semi-final you do, uh, No disrespect but you'd think Hearts will make home advantage count Against Partick and going to find a semi-final against Inverness But a lot of football will be played and looking forward to it Do you go as far as, as Roger is to say that the loser of Aberdeen and Rangers tonight Their season is, I mean over is obviously a strong word But is that the sense you get? Yeah, because I'm with Roger, I don't think that uh, Rangers or Aberdeen, I would probably say Rangers, Aberdeen are out of the yeah, for me. I don't think Rangers will catch Celtic with the eight points difference, I think it'll be too much. So for Rangers and Aberdeen tonight, this is the only chance of silverware in my opinion. 0141 That's the number you need Huge game A couple of huge games tonight So get all your thoughts in Maybe you're heading to Ibrooks Or you're heading through to Tynecastle Give us all your thoughts Your predictions Your team lineup requests And everything in between Let's hear from you On the phones right now Or on Twitter At Clyde SSB Without further ado Let's go to Ibrooks And speak to Andrew McLean Hi Andrew Hello, yeah, it's absolutely wild night here at Ibrook so far. The rain and the wind swallowing about at the moment, but that shouldn't detract from what I'm sure will be a very interesting and exciting game here later on. Expecting a packed crowd at Ibrooks for this one, and we could be late into the night with this one as well, with it being a replay, of course, extra time and penalties, very much an option for this one. But I'm sure neither, neither team will want it to get that far. A Hamden semi-final against Celtic is of course a prize for the winner but Steven Gerrard he's told his players this week it would be naive to think that far ahead he said this is the only job at hand this is the one game they should be focusing on whereas Derek McInnes well he thinks people have been writing Aberdeen off already he wants to prove them wrong he thinks that people have said that they missed their chance at Pataudry to go through but he he's not got that line of thinking but they will be without top goal scorer Sam Cosgrove he's suspended for this one he's been in great form he certainly will be a big loss uh, the rest of the team news Borna Barisic he's back from illness so it'll be interesting to see whether he comes in for, for Andy Halliday now again and Gary Mackay-Steven they're touch and go for Aberdeen for this one whereas Alfredo Morelos he would actually miss a potential Old Firm semi-final if he picks up a booking tonight so that'll be an interesting one to look out for I'll give you full team news as soon as I get it Tale of two strikers Roger Hanna Sam Cosgrove can't play he's Aberdeen's biggest attacking threat that of course blunts their ambitions and as for that man Alfredo Morelos if he was to pick up another booking tonight he misses the Celtic game in the semi should Rangers progress but of course he has to play tonight to try and get them there in the first place well he does have to play tonight to get them there in the first place he does have to behave tonight because for me Rangers are only half the team without Alfredo Morelos um, I know they scored a lot of goals in the game I think it was at Hamilton when he wasn't there but in the bigger games they don't look as threatening without Morelos 
And Celtic in a Scottish Cup semi-final Is about as big as they get for Rangers at the minute So he needs to perform tonight He needs to keep the heat tonight And as far as Aberdeen are concerned They will miss Cosgrove He provides a physical threat He is the type who could get in among Wardle and Goldson He provides a goal threat He's very close to 20 goals Not many Aberdeen strikers of the last 20 years Have reached 20 goals too often and without him, it will be fascinating to see how Derek McInnes lines up. James Wilson clearly started at Celtic Park with a view to getting his fitness up for tonight and then had to come off at half-time. Stevie May went on late on, missed a golden chance to get all three points at Celtic Park at the weekend. Does he start? So, as ever with these contests, it will be fascinating to see who plays for me, 100% Morelos, please. Gordon Dale, if you're looking for previous meetings between Aberdeen and Rangers as a clue to what's going to happen tonight, then good luck because they're a real mixed bag. Aberdeen mm-hmm. have come to Glasgow on a couple of occasions and, and won this season. Rangers, of course, going up to Pataudry and doing the business last time out as well. So there's not been a great deal to separate them in the head-to-heads this season. Well, I I, I think everybody's touching on the the fact that their home record is poor this season You know, if you take into consideration Aberdeen's home Aberdeen, record, yeah, yeah Against Hamilton's It was at Stenhouse Muir in the Cup it, You know, results like that But on the road That's, I think, eight in the bounce They've not lost I uh, was there at Celtic Park at the weekend, Gordon They looked very well drilled Very well organised um, The back fours They've got a bit of... Um, Size about them um, I think that set plays That they could be a real threat I think it'll be a difficult game tonight Just with the fact that I don't know who he's going to play up front And with Rangers at home In front of the packed um, crowd at Ibrox I think Rangers will have too much in their locker if And I think they'll win it But I think they'll have to earn the right to get through If you're on Stephen Gerrard's boots tonight does is Ryan Kent going to be crucial going at Dominic Ball? Shea Logan's out for a period of time. Ball's in there at right back just as a sort of makeshift, if you like. Given the way Kent played at Easter Road at the weekend, the form he's in, is that where Rangers can get a bit of joy? Yeah, because Ball's not really an actual fullback, as you said, Roger. And I think that that's what they'll be trying to do. Get Kent on the ball. He is the one that can make things happen. But if you look on the other side, Candace. You know, the goal he scored at Easter Road was absolutely terrific. His delivery with Tavenier down that right-hand side. Uh, obviously, it'll be interesting to see what Derek does tonight, his tactic. Who does he play up front? I think it'd be a bonus, and not being disrespectful, but I think it'd be a bonus for Rangers if they played Wilson. Because, in my opinion, he's offered nothing now at Aberdeen Strip. We're going to look ahead to Hearts and Partick Thistle We're going to debate the Scotland squad And we'll look back on last night's St Mirren against Kilmarnock game But we're kicking off with Rangers against Aberdeen A Scottish Cup quarter-final replay Celtic lying in wait They don't come much bigger So give us a call Let us know your thoughts Rangers fans, is it as simple as the guys say? Is this do or die for the season? You may agree or disagree We'd love to hear your thoughts So one four one nine five one one zero two five. These are the thoughts of Stephen Gerrard We just prepare for a for a good Aberdeen team, uh, a team that's been very effective on the road of late, and we do we do our normal preparation. We give the players a, a game plan, and we show them Aberdeen's strengths and weaknesses, and then we go out and prepare and, and focus on ourselves to make sure that we try and get the level of performance that we're looking for. I think any game against Aberdeen is always huge. The message for me is for, forget the semi-final. Um, we've got a big tough challenge smacking us in the face, and we need to go and perform at a level that's capable of getting us the right results. I think it'd be very naive of the players to be thinking. About Hamden, we've got a job to do at Ibrox first and foremost. You know that's the the pressure you, you play at at Rangers. That's the pressure you sh- the, the pressure you should embrace and love and be excited about. It's a fantastic game under the lights. 
against a big rival for the chance to go into the last four. Um, that's mouthwatering and for me, and it should be for the players. Up against Derek McInnes this evening. There's a pressure on us always uh, demanding us to try and win cups and get to cup finals and uh, go as far as we can. I think Rangers will see it that way. You know that when you you work for Rangers, that's what it is. You know it's you've got to be seen to be winning trophies. So I think both clubs will have the same amount of pressure on themselves to deliver and to try and get into a semi-final. For our sake. We recognise how difficult it is. When the draw was made, we recognised the challenge, as I'm sure Rangers did. I, you know, I felt that at the home game, when we played last week, I thought we were very good in the game for long spells. Um, but I don't have the, the same opinion what others seem to think, where it's just now the game's back at Ibrox. We've had our chance, missed opportunities. It'll be Rangers are favourites. You know, I get why Rangers were favourites maybe before they, when the tie was drawn. Um, but for us, it doesn't really matter. Uh, for in Glasgow, anywhere we play, we always have a confidence that we can win the game, and uh, it's, it'll be nice to hopefully try and prove people wrong that we can get down there and, and get ourselves into a semi-final. That's the challenge for us. George is first up tonight. He's a Rangers fan from Rutherglen. Hi, George. How you doing, lads? All right. Yeah, not bad. What's your thoughts ahead of this one? Um, I would say it's just the day with the Morelos side of things. Um, I am uh, of the opinion, obviously, that I disagree with the panel. I wouldn't play on the night. And I can tell you my thinking behind that. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I believe we've got enough in the locker to beat Aberdeen without him. Um, needs to be if we're desperate, then obviously he's on the bench. Two, I don't think we can beat Celtic without him. Um, and three, I think it'll be Aberdeen's game plan to rifle him up and try and get him booked. And the reason they'll do that is it'll deflate the crowd if he gets booked early on. And I think it'll deflate him a bit as well as the team. And that could affect us. Um, I don't think he's got it in his locker to behave himself against Aberdeen, which has been proven every game he's played against them. So, in my eyes, I don't think we play him. I think we keep him, hopefully keep him for the Celtic game. And there should be enough in that Rangers team to beat Aberdeen tonight. Mind you, that weather looks like it's a bit of a leveller now, you know. But that's that's my thinking. Mm. I know you're going to disagree because you always play the best team. There's no point playing Aberdeen Beating Aberdeen If you can't beat Celtic mm. yeah, I mean George has clearly thought about it mm-hmm. Long and hard He's outlined his case He's yeah. still not having it No I agree with George In points two and three um, I think it would be more difficult To beat Celtic Without Morelos in the team um, I do think that Aberdeen And um, They'll come with a plan To see if they can Upset him Of course they will Because they know his temperament But when you're a Rangers manager, you must have trust in your players, Gordon. You can't just be picking and choosing games because you're worried that they're going to pick up yellow cards. He's got a responsibility, and the penny's got to drop somewhere, somewhere uh, soon, sometime. Because the boy's a terrific talent. He's a big player for Rangers. But you can't just be saying, well, look, we're a bit frightened he gets booked tonight and he'll miss a game against Celtic. You've got to put him out there, put him into a situation, and trust him to say... We want you to do what you're good at. Put the ball in the back of the net. That is the best thing for him. But as I say, I I totally agree with Stephen Gerrard. I'd be I'd be astonished if Morelos wasn't playing tonight. George, um, well, you know, you're saying that he's a big time player, um, and just the last two games are proven even well in the team, we've not been able to win. So we've played a, um, as I would say, is a big a big you know a big team. Played Aberdeen in the cup, and we've had them on the park. And we've not been able to win. It proved when he could boot earlier on in the Aberdeen game. It totally, totally deflated his game. Um, you know, so 
I don't see why, you know... George, I, can I, I, I say... Just, just let me finish. Right. Are you telling me that we can't beat Aberdeen without Morelos? I think you've got a better chance of beating Aberdeen no, with no, Morelos. I, now, I, now, hold on. Say, for yes instance... No. Um, of course he's can. Right, of course Rangers can. But, but I think that... Well, I'll tell you, it'll be interesting to see if the Rangers manager agrees with you. I'll be very surprised if I he know, does. That's my opinion. And I know, George... Do you think we could beat Celtic without Morelos? Um, yes, I do. I still think it would be very difficult to beat Celtic with Morelis or without him but in a one-off game in the semi-final yes I do but what I'm saying to you is you've got to look this is would you say this is Rangers best chance of silverware this season? I certainly would. You know, obviously, if you call a spade a spade, then yeah. You know what I mean? But right. you don't like to all your yeah. eggs in one well, basket. Well, I think you've got to play your strongest team and just hope that you can get the trust in your player. Mm. Roger, what do you make of, of George's case? Uh, I think it's about seven times Morelos has played against Aberdeen. He's avoided a card in one of those, one out of the seven meetings. Obviously, there have been the Reds, but I'm talking about Yellows as well. Um, can, he, can he do it tonight? He's also scored goals against Aberdeen mm-hmm. and hasn't scored goals against Celtic so far. Um, the, the problem Rangers have is if you leave Morelos out, I understand George's argument. Who then do you play? Do you play Jermaine Defoe on his own against McKenna and Considine on a night like that at Ibrox? I'm not so sure you do. Kevin Lafferty's star is very much on the wane. Um, I presume he had a knock at the weekend when he wasn't involved in the 18. Be interesting to see if he's in the 18. Tonight Wasn't seen at Easter Road At the weekend certainly um, I just think it has to be Morelos And I take on board All the points that George made But Daz used a very important word there Trust Stephen Gerrard Whichever player it was it, it, We could be talking here about Ryan Jack We could be talking about Connor Goldson We could be talking about James Tavernier Whatever player it is Who's a booking away from a suspension Stephen Gerrard has to place his trust in that player to stay mm. out of trouble I mean Daz You've been a manager For 13 years I bet you never let, Never once Left out a player Because he was a One booking away From a band No because I always put the trust Into the player Roger And I know it's difficult We know his temperament Of course And George does make A lot of good points But when you're chasing In my opinion That only chance Of silverware You have got to put that out of the back of your mind about the booking and say, I'm playing my best player. What about this one, Roger, on Twitter? It's tight at the top, says, absolutely disgusted we still comply with the Champions League nonsense and won't have such a massive game televised. It's time someone grew some and uh, decided to ignore that stupid rule. Well, you you can ignore it, but you need to pay money. It's as simple as that. You know, people are saying to me tonight, why are the English Championship games on Sky? Because Sky and the English Championship pay UEFA. It's as simple as that. If Premier Sports and the SFA want the game to be broadcast live, or Hearts Thistle broadcast live for that matter, you, you can do it. But you need to pay a premium, if you like, to go head-to-head with Champions League games. And the assumption is that that's money we don't have? Well, or, I'm not saying it's money we don't have. With. It's certainly un- money they seem to be unwilling mm. to part with because it was the same with the replays in the last round. Thanks to George. Let's get the thoughts of Gordon, who's a Rangers fan in shots. Hi, Gordon. How you doing, Gordon? Thanks for taking my call. Not a problem. What's yeah, your point so tonight? How you doing, guys? Oh, God. Too many Gordons for me. No, three in one room. Ah, I love it. Listen, I just have a point I want to make. I heard uh, Gordon Biel stating about five minutes ago that um, he thought eight points was too much to a cap. See, a couple of weeks ago, Gordon, I'd have agreed with you. Brendan mm-hmm. Rodgers was in charge. But honestly, I think the appointment to Neil Lennon is in some manager at Celtic changes things dramatically. Um, the reason being, the last time he had a, I think it was a nine point there, when um, we won the 54th title and became the most successful club in the world. Um, 
he lost that. He lost that. Celtic. And I honestly think in the next couple of weeks, if they broke points and we get maximum points, this is just the next couple of weeks, I think he'll implode because he can't handle the pressure. Just to see what you think about. Well, it would certainly be interesting if that were <laughs> happen, Gordon. But I just look at Celtic. Yes, you can say on Saturday... Uh, people will say, no, they lost this home record. Well, they didn't really lose it because they drew. They're used to winning. It lost 100% right, record. Right, yeah. yeah. So, and there was a, I thought it was a poor performance. But Aberdeen, you've got to give them a lot of credit. I know that the argument is that Rangers are still Celtic. Celtic still Rangers to play twice. So there's six points there as well. But I just look at Rangers and I just think that they won't go um, the, the rest of the season unbeaten. And I think Celtic will will drop less points. And I think eight points is just too much just now at this time. And you look at it, nine games to go. So for Rangers to overcome this gap, Celtic would need to lose three times. Now, that's perfectly plausible. They could lose three times. Two of those games could be against Rangers. They could slip up somewhere else as well. All of that is perfectly plausible. The problem I have with the closing of the gap is, do any of us... Think Rangers can find the consistency To go and win nine consecutive league games Because after the split You're playing the best teams You're playing Aberdeen again You're playing Hibs again Two teams that Rangers have just drawn with You're playing Hearts again You're playing Kilmarnock again A lot of these games Half the games naturally Will be away from home You know do we really think that Rangers Who have struggled for any kind of consistency In that type of game through the season are going to be capable of winning nine games between now and the end of the season. What do you think, Gordon? That, 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 that's my point, but I don't think we would need to win nine games. Uh, my main point is, would do you agree or not? Do you think Neil Lennon can handle the pressure? Because I'm not just talking about Celtic. Any club he's went to where he's been put under a wee bit of pressure, the guy can't handle it. He, he just simply can't handle it. That's my... Well, well, I mean, he has, he's, he has won they things won, in the past. He won, won three titles. You know, that, of the seven Celtic I've won so far, he's won three of them. When he won three titles, we weren't there. We weren't there. It's as simple as that. The, the season that we were there, he had a nine-point lead and he blew it because he can't handle the pressure. Also, when he was Hibs manager, he was in a fantastic run and for whatever reason, behind the scenes, he was put under a bit of pressure and the same thing happened again. Look what happened to him at Bolton as well. But even, guy simply even, can't handle pressure. If, if, Playing devil's advocate here, Gordon. Say you're right and Celtic blow up. The Angels have only won three of the last seven games. Are they going? Are they, seriously, do you see them having, you know, Celtic, if they blow up, what, what do we say blow up? Do you, do you see them losing four of the last nine, five of the last nine? I, I, well, I don't I, see them losing four, no, but I can. Well, if, if, they, if they lose three, if they lose three, Rangers need to win all nine. And they've, mean, on, they've only won three of the last seven. So I, I just think the Rangers have left us Regardless who the Celtic manager is I just think the Rangers have left themselves too much to do And aren't showing any mm. signs of being able to find the consistency They would require to do it Right we're a bit short on time We're going to have to leave it there Thank you to Gordon in shots It's 0141-951-1025 On the phones on Twitter It's at Clyde SSB We've got the travel with Amber And after that we're going to hear from Alex McLeish And get stuck into that Scotland team debate 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here on the night Rangers take on Aberdeen and the night Hearts take on Partick Thistle. And on the day Alex McLeish named his Scotland squad as well. So lots to get through. We'll also look back on last night's game in Paisley. 0141-951-1025 to join us on the phones. We're on Twitter. At Clyde SSB In response to the previous caller Scott Mackay's tweeted in He says Lennon was three down at half time At Kilmarnock a few years ago Rangers thought they had the league one in November Lennon turned it around So I think he can handle the pressure Scott says Yeah I remember that game um, It was incredible And everybody thought that would have been Neil Lennon's last game at Celtic And yes you're right Gordon He did turn it around And um, the one thing you've got to say He'll be able to handle the pressure He's not He's not a new manager, he's an experienced manager He's been at Celtic before, he knows the pressures He will be able to handle that And uh, that's why I think that he'll get them over a line And I don't think there is huge pressure with an 8 point lead um, You know, in a close title race Celtic dropping 2 points at home to Aberdeen on Saturday Could have been critical Neil Lennon, you know, in a previous life Would have been going do lally I didn't thought of that But he came out and he spoke very calmly he said, you know, maybe we were, you know, as a team due this, we did a very difficult couple of away games at Hearts and at Hibs and, you know, coming back against a good Aberdeen team, you know, we're happy with a point, he said. So there didn't seem to be any element of pressure round about him there. And I just think, I just think the gap's too big. And that's why I said at the top of the show, I can't see Rangers, certainly not Aberdeen, catching Celtic. So whoever... Exits the Scottish Cup tonight I think the season's over Busy day on the national team front The Scotland squad was announced No Alan McGregor of course He's retired So what do you make of that? What about the, the guys who've been called in? The likes of uh, Liam Palmer Do you know much about him? Mark McNulty I can see some Rangers fans on social media Questioning the absence of Ryan Jack We will get to that So get your calls in in advance Let's talk a bit more about the game though tonight With John in Cumbernauld Hi John Hi how you doing guys? Hi, Hi John, John. Um, I tell you, it was the caller that came on earlier was talking about Alfredo Morelos. And Gordon, you had said that you need to play your best team all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, especially especially in a game like tonight, John. Well, I take a bit of issue with that because he wouldn't, first and foremost, um, as you rightly said, he's got a, an unfortunate record against Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is not his fault. Now, some of the bookings that he's had have been soft, to say the least the red card being the syndic, etc. Aberdeen will try to get him involved in something and he may be unfortunately um, targeted and he may pick up a soft booking which would rule him out of the semi-final. Now, he wouldn't be the first important player from a football side to be left out of a big game because he's one booking away from suspension. I'm 50-50 whether we play him or whether we don't but I can understand uh, both sides of the argument. However, I don't think it's a case that you have to play your best team all the time. Who would you play because tonight, John? Who, if you were, if you were the manager, who would you play tonight? At this stage, with the weather being the way it is, I would be tempted to play Kyle Lafferty if he was fit. Why? The why? Being, the why? Be, being be, is, I think the ball will be swirling about in the air. He may win his headers, and he's probably better at holding the ball up to let the likes of Kent and Candace get up the park and support him. Well, it'll be interesting, John, because you're right in what you're saying, the fact that people have got opinions and, you know, you can see both sides to a story. But the big point will be in the next, what, 15, 20 minutes when we actually mm. see the Rangers team. And I will be 
Shocked mm. If Steven Gerrard's not playing Morelos Don't get me wrong I know it's completely different Because Derek McInnes doesn't have the choice But I mean he He's going to have to try and negotiate this tie Without his best striker I mean is it Would it really be the The, the be all and end all what, the fact that Steven Gerrard were looking to say Well they've not got Cosgrove We'll get in without no, I'm, not sure would, I'm not sure he would take it into account But like mm. I say If Aberdeen are going to get through They're going to have to do it Without their best yeah, striker yeah, in fact, they, And they can't bring him on For the last 20 minutes If they but, need to but, but that's out of their, uh, yeah, their hands Gordon um, Steven Gerrard's not got that He's got the choice of saying I can play him And I, I think yeah, he will play him tonight yeah, sure, And I hope the lad doesn't get him You've got to somewhere along the line the penny's got to drop and say, look, we can't just look at games and think, well, Aberdeen players can wind you up, you might get a booking, you might miss his game, we'll leave you out. You've got to somewhere along the line trust your players to go out and, there and behave. And it's not just Aberdeen players that are going to wind up with Ellis. You saw it with Darren McGregor early on at Easter Road. I know Darren McGregor ultimately saw a red card after 92 minutes, or whatever it was. An argument is you've seen a red card after 10 or 15 minutes. But players now, they know... Morelos, they know his temperament And they will try to noise him up So that's the first thing the Aberdeen defenders Will try to do tonight if he starts mm. John, the th- the thing let John back in Sorry On you go John If we, t- if we cast our mind back to um, After Aberdeen beat us in the League Cup Where uh, Stephen Gerrard came out and said His biggest regret was playing Morelos against Air United Yeah that's true Right so mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, I, I would be delighted to see him playing I'm just saying he, it, it may be a decision that comes back and haunts him. You're, you're, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Mm. But on the Celtic game, I don't see anybody in the Celtic team who finds us. I don't think Celtic have got a player now that you say he really frightens a team. I think Celtic are bang average. Bang average. I know you guys laud them up because they do this and you know they do well in Scottish football, but they're bang average. You know, who... Who on their side is exciting? I think the problem is, John, to be fair, if if you're trying, you know, we we love the game up here. If you you want to talk about the team that's won the last seven trophies as being bang average, what does that say about the rest? That's the problem. But it's it's not the same team. It's not the same team now. And and if you look at the fact is that, you know, if you look at um, the players and the way that they're performing now, they are not a good side. Who was the last Celtic player that that you did fear? Well, I'll tell you who the only one is that he's probably here that's in the squad at the moment and he's he's only coming back to fitness is Rodic. Hmm. And the best player at the moment is Callum McGregor. As for the strike strike partnership up front, be it Edward or be it... um, Park. Park. You know, no, I'm sorry. You know, David... let them play against us No problem but, I mean you do, it's not does it, Surely there's a bit more to it Than all being about fear John I mean I think yesterday Was the, the one year anniversary You might not fear him But y- you've seen What Hudson Edward can do In that fixture surely Well right okay I, I sat right behind that goal um, When he scored that goal And You know You, you, you can't love your reputation A goal he scored a year ago Yeah I mean fair but I, um, Yeah I don't agree with John I think that if you look at Guys like Forrest this season He's had a terrific season You're looking at a team That's not lost Domestically at home Gordon So they're They're better than Bang average You've got to say They've won the League Cup They're in pole position For the league They're in the semi-final Of the Scottish Cup It's, it's not bad for a 
Bang average time Well listen It won't take as long To find out Because in, in I think it's 19 days time They meet in the league At Celtic Park If Rangers win tonight There's then a Scottish Cup Semi-final Between the two of them At Hamden And then after the split There'll be a Premiership game Between them at Ibrox So between now And the middle of May The two teams will meet Three times And if John Is to be proved correct Then Maybe Rangers have a chance of a double Thank you to John and Cumbernauld It's 0141-951-1025 On the lines Twitter is at Clyde SSB I said we would hear from Alex McLeish And we would debate the Scotland squad I think we'll park that for a little bit Get your calls in on it though Because we'll definitely do it later uh, But there's lots coming through at the moment And we do still have team news to get From Ibrox And from Tynecastle Let's speak to Derek Who is a Celtic fan in Hamilton Hi Derek Hiya, hiya I was just uh, want to ask Roger and Gordon Previous caller mentioned Neil Lennon blowing a nine-point lead over Rangers. I can't remember that. What I, what I can remember is Rangers being ahead of Celtic and blowing a lead and then obviously getting points deducted. But I don't remember Neil Lennon blowing a nine-point lead against Rangers. Hey Roger, I've been trying to scramble to think back of points, gaps and all the rest of it Can you shed any light off sure. the top of your no, head? I, I, listen, I can hardly remember what I had for my lunch, Gordon You're um, usually good I, at this I, stuff I, I do remember Celtic having the advantage at one stage in that season I think Derek's talking about the 2010-11 season The day Rangers won the league at Rugby Park um, It was Neil Lennon's first full season in charge Celtic won, I think they beat Motherwell 4-0 at Celtic Park That last day of the season That was a day... He took the microphone and he, and he gave the speech about, you know, this isn't the end, this is just the beginning. The following season, Celtic fell, I think, about eight or nine points behind Ali McCoist Rangers as they were then. The turning point was a, it was a night not unlike this tonight, a stormy night at Celtic Park between Christmas and New Year. I think Joe Ledley scored the only goal and Celtic never looked back and have won seven consecutive titles since then. So... Um, I didn't agree with the caller about Neil Lennon not being able to handle pressure. He handled plenty of pre- pressure as a player. He's handled mm. plenty as a manager. Um, I just can't see Rangers bridging that eight-point gap in the coming weeks. John, give me a bit of an insight into what this rivalry is like. As a Celtic fan tonight, when you look at Rangers against Aberdeen, who do you want to win? Is it as simple as saying, well, I want Rangers to go out because they're our biggest rivals, or do you actually want to, to take on Rangers in the semi-final? I want Aberdeen to beat them. Yeah. Oh, not, I don't. I don't there's no right or wrong answer. I was just curious, Roger, because I thought. You know. well, is, is that jo, uh, Derek? Sorry, is that because you think that Celtic will definitely beat Aberdeen, and it could be different against Rangers in the semi-final, or do you just think that every time Rangers play because I'm a Celtic supporter, I want them to lose? I, I, I know it, it probably is just because I'm a Celtic supporter. But whoever plays Rangers, I want them to win. I mean, I, don't, I think we would probably beat Rangers in the final anyway, but, you know, I'll take, I'll take Aberdeen to win the night. Like I say, there wasn't a right or wrong answer. I, I was just curious. You know, sometimes fans think, I know, I want a crack at them. You've, you heard the previous caller yeah. saying he doesn't fear anything from. From Celtic But there we go Derek's just That's rivalry for you Gordon Absolutely 01419511025 Thank you to Derek In Hamilton um, I don't know if this stuff Is a bit cliche or not how, how much do you think The conditions do play a part I mean Ibrox is fairly well protected It's not quite like St Mirren last night I think Stranraer Breakin is off If you're heading to the big one Turn around Because it's off um, d- d- How much will the conditions Play a part tonight Because it is absolutely brutal Out there Yeah I think they can uh, Play a part Gordon uh, because you can miss time 
you know, something, for instance, across into the box that you usually could go and deal with, you could miss time it because of the wind and the rain. I don't like making excuses for players, but sometimes the conditions, and the conditions tonight when we come into the studio were horrendous. Um, I always used to, when I played, I loved playing under the floodlights with a bit of rain. I called it a striker's pitch. I still always called it a striker's pitch. And it come off the goalkeeper, falling it up, and you zip the ball about mm. a bit quicker. But the conditions out there are really tough for the players. We're going to have big team news for you from Ibrooks and Tynecastle after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Here's Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here one hour until kick-off between Rangers and Aberdeen and Hearts Partick Thistle. Huge games in the Scottish Cup this evening. Uh, we are going to eventually get round to discussing Alex McLeish's latest Scotland squad. Just before we bring you team news, uh, Scotty's on Twitter. Um, he's a Celtic fan, but he's not having Neil Lennon, Roger. He says, regarding Neil Lennon, Barcelona's always brought up never the cup defeats to Ross County, Hearts, Kilmarnock, Aberdeen, St Mirren, Morton, Rangers, and with the exception of the first season, the eye-bleeding football we played And he finishes off by saying Martinez would be great Now I'm sure you've seen this Doing the rounds on, on social media People thinking that there may be a chance of, of Roberto Martinez being in the frame Is that something you've heard? Well, no I, I mean, I, I see the same bookmaker's odds that you do He's come down for I think from 11 to 1 to 5 to 2 I, I would find it strange That Roberto Martinez would leave the Belgium job A year before the European Championship finals To come back into club management at Celtic um, he knocked back the opportunity once before When Tony Mowbray left Celtic Park um, He has done a very good job with the Belgians He did a very good job at Wigan um, Mixed reviews at Everton I just think if Neil Lennon sees Celtic through to The final part of a treble treble He will get the job Team news time Get your reaction in as soon as you hear it Let's go to Tynecastle First Hearts against Partick Thistle With Callum Clark. Good evening Gordon, it's three changes for Hearts tonight from their 1-0 win at Dundee at the weekend. Ollie Lee, Craig Whiten and Jake Mulraney all coming in and dropping out Callum Morrison, Peter Haring and David Vanacek. Hearts of course won at the weekend at Dens Park. Partick Thistle also won a late win against Dundee United, a big win for them to move them off the foot of the table and Gary Caldwell also makes changes. Two for him tonight, Stuart Bannigan and Mansell coming in with Joe Cardo dropping out and Miles story. So I'll run you through the starting 11s for Partick Thistle. In goals is Connor Hazard. Elliot is lining up in that back four alongside Anderson, Saunders and James Penrith. Also in midfield, Stuart Bannigan as I mentioned coming in. Slater, McMillan starts, Mansell and Blair Spittle as well. And for Hearts the big man Uke Ekpiazzo he's starting up top for them. Zlamal in goals, the back four of Godinho, Berra, Suter and Garuccio. Lee and Jum in midfield. And that attacking trio in behind Ekpiazzo tonight. Claire, Whiten and Jake Mulrani. Inverness Cali Thistle awaits one of these two teams in the Scottish Cup semi-final. It's going to be a big one tonight at Tynecastle. Any of you two giving Partick Thistle a chance? It's going to be quite the upset. No. No, oh. not, no. All right, okay. No, I, I think I think that Partic- Jags fans heading to the game. Sorry know, about that. I'm he sorry, doesn't have I, much I, belief. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just feel that Tynecastle is a very hard place to go. I think that Partick's best chance was last week at, you know, their home ground for Hill or whatever it's called now. The Energy Check Stadium at Fir Hill. I think you'll find. Yeah, uh, they unfortunately couldn't take that. 
They've earned a replay But I think it'll be mm. Too big a ask uh, Ike Piazzu We had Stephen Saunders On the phone last week Roger yeah. following the first uh, Leg the, the first tie Sorry Talking about what it's like To take him on Do you think he'll be A key part of, of Hearts Attempts tonight uh, He is What I think they colloquially Call a unit <laughs> um, I was at Dens Park Watching Hearts win For Super Scoreboard At the weekend He was up front And it was almost um, MMA with Darren O'Dea and Ryan McGowan taking turns at wrestling with the big fella um, He leads the line well He holds the ball up well um, He has a goal threat up there I just think Hearts are not the same team without Stephen mm. Naismith And I would expect them to win but I wouldn't expect them to win by much Right, there's been a lot of debate about the Rangers starting 11 tonight We're about to bring you it So give us your reaction as soon as you hear it 0141 951 1025 Andrew McLean has the team's Rangers against Aberdeen Yeah, well there is one change for Rangers But it doesn't come up front It comes at left back Andy Halliday drops out for this one And in comes Borna Barisic So it'll be a 4-3-3 for them Alan McGregor in goal A back four of James Tavernier Joe Warrell, Connor Goldson and Borna Barisic The midfield three Ryan Jack, Glenn Kamara and Scott Arfield With Daniel Kandias and Ryan Kent Either side of Alfredo Morelos Who starts despite being a booking away From missing a potential Hamden semi-final With Celtic The substitutes Firth, Katic, Halliday, Koulibaly, Davis, Lafferty And the four It's three changes for Aberdeen from that game against Celtic at the weekend uh, in come Stevie May Niall McGinn and Dean Campbell out go the suspended Sam Cosgrove James Wilson and Greg Stewart also dropping to the bench for this one so it's Joe Lewis in goal it's a back four of Don Ball Scott McKenna Andy Considine and Max Lowe it's a midfield five of Niall McGinn Dean Campbell Lewis Ferguson Graham Shinney and Conor McLennan Stevie May the lone striker for this one the substitutes Cherney Stewart Gleeson Wilson Halford Devlin and Ross there we are. Uh, I think the Aberdeen team's a bit more of an eyebrow raiser than than the Rangers one. But let's let's do Rangers first anyway. No great surprises. Some of the f- the callers, to be fair, suggested that that uh, that Morelos shouldn't play, mm-hmm. um, but but he does. Yeah, I'm not. And you're sur- not surprised, are you? No, I'm not surprised at that at all, Gordon. I'd be, I'd be more surprised if he left them out. Uh, you've got to look at the game ahead. This is the biggest game so far. So why would you leave your best striker on the bench Because he's, you can't trust him to go in there And get through a game without a booking So I totally agree with Stephen Gerrard I think that's the right decision for him um, And it'll be interesting to see how he performs tonight uh, Roger, as for the Aberdeen team um, Maybe some surprise that Greg Stewart is on the bench He, he doesn't start I, I would imagine Rangers fans would be happy to see that yeah. Given what, what he, he can produce uh, There's no Gary mckay Stephen anywhere in the squad either So in terms of attacking intent Sam Cosgrove suspended Gary mckay Stephen not there either And Greg Stewart on the bench I am very very surprised at that Because I can only assume Gary mckay Stephen Has some variety of problem when he's not in the 18 um, Cosgrove is the top scorer He will be a miss I am flabbergasted that Greg Stewart is not involved in the team at all. I did expect young McLennan to start because he caused problems in the first game to Rangers. Could have been sent off in the game for having a kick out at Gondias, but did cause problems for Rangers. Um, I think that Aberdeen team is designed initially at containment. Ferguson, Shinney and young Dean Campbell in there and then try and use the pace of McGinn and McLennan in wide areas to, to get forward to Stevie May up top But Stevie May missed a big opportunity At Celtic Park late in the game He hasn't scored a lot of goals And I am surprised He's got the nod ahead of Greg, Greg Stewart 
Uh, Borna Barisic comes back in for Andy Halliday Gordon, either way that's not really a shock Because they, they just keep changing at the moment Barisic can't nail down a run in the team for Injury reasons as well um, Halliday keeps coming in And then it, you know, it swaps back and There's no, no, nothing really to see I, there I think when you look at it It's perfectly obvious Gordon That uh, Halliday's just makeshift at left back for Barisic Because when he's fit He usually plays I quite like him I think he's a good athlete He goes up and down um, And I think he's a big player for Rangers In that back four um, The wide areas for me are Where Rangers will win the game tonight I think obviously Kent Especially at home Playing with mm. the confidence He's playing with You've got Tavernier And Kandias Down the right hand side And if they can get The service into Morelos I think Rangers Will have too much Big night for Dean Campbell He's 17 years old Roger I think it's his, actually His first start He's he's played a couple of times For Aberdeen weekend, But, but never, never from the start So a huge night for him What, what, a, what a, an arena What a game To get your Your full debut in Lee is a Rangers fan In Fife What do you make of that team Tonight Lee? Yeah well, look at it. Personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have started Morelos the night. No. And the reason why, not because the Aberdeen players would just wind them up. Uh, and I, I just didn't agree with it the night. Mm. But saying that, you have got to play your best luck. I suppose How do you think Stephen Gerrard does he, does he bother Approaching it any different Because everybody knows Alfredo Morelos Can't get, get booked The player himself knows Do you know What What more can you really say What What more can you do for, As a manager to, to try and make sure It doesn't happen You can Gordon You've just got to Say to the lad Look I've got to put my trust In you Go out there See My, my uh, argument Is simple here if Steven Gerrard decided to leave Morelos on the bench or leave him out because they're looking to a semi-final, what would the Rangers fans say tonight if Aberdeen knocked yeah. him out? He would have come in for criticism mm. from Rangers fans all over the place. And Roger, what we have seen, and I'm not saying this is always going to stop the problems, but the, the, his fellow Rangers players are wading in very quickly to drag him away from from incidents Joe Worrell seems to be the one Who always goes over at the moment Gets his hands on Morelos And takes him away So you wonder if, if There will be an increased emphasis On stuff like that Yep that won't stop you Getting booked in a A late tackle or something But it'll help Yeah He's He's a strange character Morelos um, Stephen Gerrard has spoken publicly On many an occasion this season About the need for him To, to remain calm And It just seems to go in One ear and out the other Even at the weekend there The Friday night game against Hibs as he's coming off after the game, he can't resist a little nibble at Robbie Stockdale, the Hibs number two. He just gives him a little shove on the way up the tunnel. And it's all so unnecessary. And so many of his disciplinary issues this season have been so unnecessary. Yes, as one of the callers said earlier on, it's not all his fault. Shouldn't have been sent off at Petodre in the opening mm. day of the season. That was rescinded. That wasn't his fault. But what it has done is it's opened the eyes of other clubs to the fact that he operates in this hair trigger temper And if they can get under his skin Then he reacts He doesn't seem to have anything You know, anything that calms him down mm. How do you see it going tonight, Lee? I think I think we'll go through the night uh, I really do Are you doing it in the 90 well, minutes well, or is it going to be a long night? Not 90 minutes We're actually playing well We're playing well enough for just That Friday night again against Hibs The first half I played him off the park You know what I mean? Mm, just about We're taking just the chances Alright, thank you to Lee in Fife Going to have to leave it there I'm afraid Because it's time for this Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL latest Every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday
beat the pundit time It was this time last week, oh. Gordon DL You got the biggest hammering of your career A 5-2 defeat The one week anniversary So it could be you It could be you with the chance of revenge Or it could be Roger minus one Hannah If you fancy taking them on tonight Showing off your football knowledge and winning a signed ball The number you need to dial right now Is 01419511025 And you only have until the news at 7 o'clock Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Roger Hannan and Gordon DL are here less than 45 minutes to go until kickoff in the big ones tonight. Rangers against Aberdeen at Ibrooks, Hearts against Partick Thistle at Tynecastle. Both will play to a finish as we try and complete the lineup for the last four of the Scottish Cup. Alex McLeish also picked his Scotland squad today. No Alan McGregor I would imagine he was a stick on To play in these games Until he announced his retirement uh, So who should take his place uh, And what about the squad overall I've seen some Rangers fans Not happy about Ryan Jack's exclusion The usual Celtic contingent is there We've got some uh, new names Liam Palmer from Sheffield Wednesday Mark McNulty from Hibs So lots to discuss Get your calls in And we'll do that after this the Pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Beat the Pundit time. Gordon hammered last week. I'm going to see how, <laughs> how long I can keep mentioning it for. I think the one, hey, week, doing a good job. The one week anniversary seems like yeah. an appropriate time. I'll try and let it go after tonight. Um, <laughs> at Roger minus one, Hannah's there as well. I mean, Roger, I'm feeling like a real. we should make Daz play tonight because George is on the line who uh-huh. wants to play and George is an Airdrie fan. Oh... Are you looking for revenge for the DL and Wilson years, George? <laughs> Don't think there's any. I, mean, I suppose, aye. They weren't that bad, though, George, were they? See, when you look back. They, they were better then than they are now, to be honest. Oh, there we go. There See, are, the glory minutes. A, a ringing endorsement. That's all we were looking for. <laughs> right, George, heads, it's going to be Roger Hanna, minus one. Uh, and tails, it will be Gordon DL. And it is... Genuinely tails There you go <laughs> Oh he just Rolled his eyes at me That's the type of thing My wife does Rolls her eyes at me And Gordon DL's Just done it right uh, Let's give Gordon <laughs> what's, what's wrong with you Before I give you Some Clyde to why, why, why are you so down You know I'm not In the greatest of health Tonight And you've just Done me again that, That's the only coin In existence With two, two tails, tails. I, I, Do you know what Roger I know that's coming to me I know He built it up He makes this big thing About I never get beaten I haven't played since 2012 no, whoa, 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 whoa. Before you, you, you Slander me I showed you the coin It was tails I do think I can see that From there Right come anyway, on Let's go George Let's give Gordon some Clyde too uh, And we'll get the clock up and running George you've got 30 seconds You're going head to head With Gordon uh, You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit You ready? Ready What Scottish club Does goalkeeper Thomas Cherney play for? Hamilton What is the name of the Sunderland goalkeeper in the Scotland squad? John McLaughlin What was the final score of last night's St Mirren Kilmarnock match? 1-0 Kilmarnock Who was the last Scottish club that Derek McInnes played for? Rangers Who was Rangers manager until January 4th 2007? Pass Who did Celtic sign Craig Burley from? Derby County Okay, let's bring... Gordon Deal back Right are you with us Yeah go Stop moaning I'm stop moaning I'm happy How long will that last Ready Go Oh That would be the wrong button We'll press the right one this time You ready Yeah What Scottish club Does goalkeeper Thomas Cherney play for Kamala What is the name of the Sunderland goalie In the Scotland squad McLaughlin What was the final score Of last night's St Mirren Kilmarnock match 1-0 Kilmarnock Who was the last Scottish club That Derek McInnes played for Dundee United 
Who was Rangers manager Until January 4th 2007 Pass No idea Avaka Who did Celtic sign Craig Burley from uh, Come on And which English club Did Lee McCulloch join After leaving Motherwell Wigan. Quickly Okay What do you think George You've heard the competition I think he's just beat me Do you think that last one Did it for him Aye, aye. Ah, see, sometimes he's, he has, he, you know, he's, he's got his weaknesses, but he's quick, so he likes to get through as many as he can. Scottish Cup night, we could have extra time with penalties here, Gordon. No, I'm not sure. Let's go through them. What Scottish club does Thomas Cherney play for, Roger? Aberdeen. Yes, none of you got it right. Nil nil. I mean, to be fair, sure I, I, Andrew just read them out as being a sub about 10 minutes ago from <sighs> Ibrox. I don't so, yeah, I noticed that. The name of the Sunderland goalie in the Scotland squad is John McLaughlin. Well done, you both got that right. You both also knew that St Mirren nil Kilmarnock one was the final score, so it's one all. Uh, it stayed one all for for quite some time. The you last two all, uh, two all. Sorry, the last Scottish club that Derek McInnes played for was St Johnson. St Johnson. Oh, Rangers man. Rangers manager until January fourth oh seven. Paul O'Gwen. Paul O'Gwen. Celtic signed Craig Burley from Chelsea. Chelsea. He went to Derby, George. Oh, I feel for you. I mean, that's a decent guess. Gordon had no idea whatsoever. You at yeah. least gave it a good go. So it's two all. That was George's questions over. Come Gordon on. got one more. And where did Lee McCulloch go after leaving get Motherwell? You used to have him on your Motherwell top. You yeah. had to get a Wigan top when he left. So you knew it was Wigan. <laughs> and he's beaten you three two hard lines, George. Did you say he had to get a Wigan top or he had to get a wig and top? <laughs> Dale is back Hard lines George <laughs> Unlucky no Thanks Gordon Unlucky George Honestly you swan in his club Do that to them And then you beat oh, them And beat the pundit Honestly George has never forgiven you I'm sweating That must be I, your I first get, ever 3-2 win involving Airdrie I had to get a result there <laughs> I was under severe pressure for a result You were to be fair <laughs> And you came through So well done to you Right 0141 Now is the time to get your calls in We're going to hear from Alex McLeish We're going to talk about the Scotland squad So let's debate it together We'll speak to John and Greenock first though Because he's been hanging on Hi John You think I speak to Gordon? Oh he's listening Gordon I was listening to that Rangers fan there About uh, four calls ago But what plan is that boy on? The Celtics are ready the league, league Cup winners this season. We're eight points clear. Our team's full internationals. But the team got uh, got uh, who's that? The manager of the days uh, sees the thing with his team. There's the five five Celtic players in that team. We, we played Rangers thirteen times. Our Rangers have won once. And this is, and I think we're going for eight in a row. If, uh, this game of night, if Rangers get knocked out a couple of night, their their season's over. The Celtics are ready in in, in the semi final. What plan is this boy on? It's just an average Celtic team. I wish his team was average. They if they, as I see, they've not won a cup in how, how, long, how long is it now? About four or five seasons? Yeah, I've not won nothing. Gordon, I think, you, I think you did. You certainly did disagree at the time. Yeah. Uh, this was the caller who said Celtic were bang average. Mm-hmm. John's not having it. He's not happy. No, I agree with John. Um, I don't think that Celtic are bang average as a team, especially with the record they've got. And um, I think John's right with the fact And that's the reason I'm going for Celtic Eight points Plus I think they've got the strongest squad They've got probably important players Big players for them coming back uh, Tom Rogic McGregor for instance Sitting in the stand in front of us and At the weekend uh, People like Cham To come back in there So I think they've just got You know the strength they've got in their squad Is um, too good for nine games to go Gordon and I said at the start of the show, the only chance for Rangers silverware is the Scottish Cup, and that's why they need to beat Aberdeen tonight and face Celtic in the semis uh, and try and get to a final and try and get a bit of silverware. But it'll be difficult. Final word to you, John. 
uh, I was I say that's that's one game in eight ninety minutes. So that's if they get knocked out tonight. I think if they get knocked out tonight and Celtic win it any far front of them, Steve would jerk about a job. That's my point. Yeah, hey, any chance I could see a lot of Celtic fan in Australia, Tony Parva, if it's possible, mate. I've already done it. But I've just done it, exactly. Well done. Hi to Tony. Good <laughs> man. The only thing, John, I'll disagree. I don't think that Stephen Gerrard will be out a job. I think that uh, he'll go next season again. I think the Rangers fans are, are happy with he's delivered. And uh, I think they'll give him time. Uh, but he can still go and win a, 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 you know, silverware. Uh, it's not beyond him. Um, but... It's going to be difficult It starts tonight against Aberdeen I fancy Rangers to beat Aberdeen tonight Looking at Aberdeen's side I don't see where they can really get goals Unless it's a set play with McKenna Or Considine with a header Or Ferguson who scored in the semi-final with a, um, mm. From the corner But I just think at home tonight In front of that big crowd I think Rangers will be too quick for them Thanks to John and Greenock Right, Scotland squad today Something's just caught my eye, Roger Hanna Which has annoyed me Or it's confused me, should I say Um, I was going to say If you want to know more about Liam Palmer Who's been called up to the Scotland squad Check out the Sheffield Wednesday game tonight Because he's playing against Bolton Incidentally So is Stephen Fletcher Who's not in the Scotland squad today Because he was injured Going to shed any light? I am very confused Stephen Fletcher uh, picked up a nasty injury at the weekend You saw the quotes from Steve Bruce, the Wednesday manager after the game um, They didn't make pleasant reading for Stephen It sounded as if he was going to be out for a period of time Didn't surprise me at all When it wasn't named in the Scotland squad today Neither of course was Ryan Christie Who's been out the Celtic team for a period of time They're the two big absentees from the squad As far as I was concerned Because both Christie and Fletcher played so well in those two Nations League wins against Albania and Israel in November. I was sure they'd be two of the first names in the team sheet again for Kazakhstan. When they weren't there today, they were just written off as, as being injured. Mm. Um, I cannot understand how from that Stephen Fletcher starts tonight and if he gets through the 90 minutes, can he yet be called up for the trip? Scotland don't fly until Sunday night. Right, well that is a strange one. I'm, I'm sure we'll clear that up. Hopefully as the days progress But give us your thoughts On the Scotland squad today Please particularly The goalkeeping situation That might be the one That interests you the most Alex McLeish says He only found out Two days ago That Alan McGregor Was deciding to retire From international duty Scott Bain Jordan Archer And John McLaughlin Are the three keepers In the latest squad uh, He's hoping they can use McGregor as an inspiration Tell us who you want To be the new number one It's obviously a blow for us um, Alan Been in great form This season For club and country And I kind of knew This day would come you know, I've kept in touch with Alan over a year now, and since he came back into the fold, then I knew that you know, in the hull, he had some ailments and some problems, and and you always wondered, you know, when the day would come that we might lose him. It was amicable. He knows his body now. He he wants. He obviously wants to play as much club football as he can. Try and keep himself right for that. But he's he's suffering in certain parts of his body at this. Stage of his life. When did you first become aware that he was going to call it quits? A couple of days ago, just as we we were kind of formulating the squad, and I actually had a, a gift for him from from a friend, and I'd, I'd text him, and so I unwittingly started the conversation. He said, oh, "Can I speak to you before he announced the squad?" He gave us everything. He he was fantastic in the the qualifiers for the Nations League. He made fantastic save. As you know, in the in the last game against Israel, just pure experience, and uh, you 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 want the young guys who are now going to take over to make that inspirational for them. Um, I think Scotland supporters will be disappointed 
as Alan McLeish is with Alan McGregor's decision. Um, it doesn't necessarily surprise me. There was a lot of speculation in recent weeks that Alan would end his international career before these games. He's 37 years of age. Already this season, he's played almost 50 games for club and country. Um, I think he'd back surgery about two and a half years ago. Um, he's also had issues with a knee. So he's also had issues with the SFA though, Gordon. So people will be sceptical about why now. Um, if we take all that away and part that for a minute though, the form of Scott Bain must be a real you know, consolation for Alec McLeish at yeah. a time like this because he's been outstanding for Celtic. Uh, prior to that controversial Motherwell goal, don't shake your head, Dale. Controversial Motherwell goal at Celtic mm-hmm. Park. He hadn't conceded a goal in the calendar year of 2019 domestically. So I would have no concerns about Scott Bain playing the two games against Kazakhstan and San Marino. No concerns at all. Um, and I think, listen, we need to take Alan McGregor's words and those of Alan McLeish at face value. 0141-951-1025 Michael's a Celtic fan from Greenock What do you make of that squad today Michael? What about the, the guys who are in it The guys who are not in it? I think it's a I think in terms of a selection uh, I'm just baffled at the suggestion that People are disgruntled That Ryan Jack's not in the team Who on earth in the centre of that midfield Does that boy start ahead of? Gordon, I'll put that one to you we've, Yeah, I'll, I'll put it to, to Gordon Michael We've had a lot of tweets in um, You know, from Rangers fans About Disappointed that, that yeah. Ryan Jack's not in, but Michael says that's the right call. What do you think? Um, well, it is for Alec McLeish because it's him that's picking it. Yeah, but I'm asking you. I look, um, I look at the midfield there, and it's only my opinion, Gordon. Um, and I've tried and tried, and I've watched the, the lad all season. Shinny Aberdeen does nothing for me, absolutely not. So, I you think Jack should be in instead of him? Um, I would probably say yes. Um, I think Ryan Jack can give us uh, can give you more. Um, I think Shinny's one of these lads. He just he's a captain at Aberdeen. He just I watched him at, at the weekend at, at Celtic Park as well, and I watched him closely. He for me he offers nothing. I think he's very lucky to be in the Scotland squad, mm-hmm. and it's only my opinion. Everybody's got their own having, opinion. Having said that, though, we don't all we know we don't see everything behind closed doors in terms of, of training. Once you're in there, it's I guess about taking your chances and. I understand that mm-hmm. Alex McLeish has been very impressed with him on the times that he has turned up to the squad and the way he's trained and the way he's conducted himself and the way he's gone about his business. Yeah, but football's not just all about training. You've got to perform. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's, that's obviously an, yeah, he's an all, important part uh, listen, of it. Alex has got a completely different opinion from me because Alex gone and picked him. So Alex must think he's got a lot to offer. I just don't see what... He brings to the party. I've who, never, I've never grasped what he brings. Who did the job for Scotland in midfield in those two wins in November? Callum McGregor, Stuart Armstrong, and Ryan Christie. So mm. they, for me, are the three. Christie's out, though, isn't he? He's Christie's injured. Christie's out, injured. So who then comes in for Ryan Christie? For me, it's a straight choice between Scott McTominay and John McGinn. But one of them, for me, alongside Callum McGregor and Stuart Armstrong in Kazakhstan a weekend Thursday afternoon. So the argument about Ryan Jack. Or a Graham Shinney Or a Kenny McLean who's back in Barry Bannon who's back in John Flake who's back in They will all be on the bench If there are injury problems Or the disciplinary problems For me it's Armstrong It's McGregor And it's either McTominay or McGinn Michael I know Listen I, I think the, the mention of McTominay and McGinn Just sums it up I mean Scott McTominay's come on to a great Being a form under Ozone on a social 
John McGinn is the, the biggest transfer loss in Celtic's recent history. Um, so for me, Jack shouldn't be there. Shinny's also hopeless, in my opinion, as well. But I was hoping to just get one other opinion off you, so I know I don't want you to do No, you're fine, on you go. I am a massive Celtic fan, obviously, but I'm a massive Kieran Tierney fan. Um, I think he's the latest in a line of old fun players that can be respected by both sides of the divide for passion, ability, and I genuinely think he's got the potential to be one of the best Scottish fullbacks of all time. That said, as a Celtic fan, I don't want him to ever leave Celtic. I genuinely believe to reach his full potential and, in my opinion, become the far better fullback between him and Robertson in the long term, career wise, he must leave Celtic. What do you think? Ooh, your fellow Celtic fans will not be happy with you, Michael. But but fair enough. That, that's Michael's take. Gordon. I I do agree with Michael. Although, you do? yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I do agree with them. I think as a player, and you want to test yourself against the best, Gordon. As much as young Kearney loves the club, and the club love him, and they don't want to see him go, I, I can understand all that. But eventually, I'm not saying it'll be the summer or Brendan Rodgers will come in because I think he's better than going to Leicester. Uh, that's my first opinion on that But I think in years to come If he keeps progressing Then for him to go And reach that potential He's got to go and play against the best And I think he'll eventually leave Celtic He will go The, yeah. the, the question is when not if He will go sometime during his career Now for Celtic fans like Michael The hope is they keep him for as long as they possibly can um, Borussia Dortmund have seen him Almost by accident if you like You know they've been keeping tabs on Jeremy Tolian Since he came on loan to Celtic They've seen in the last couple of games The potential of Kieran Tierney Arsenal have watched him recently Leicester City know all about him Because of the new Leicester City manager Who some of our callers still wouldn't have named Gordon um, So there will come a day when Kieran Tierney will leave Celtic Park um, When he does so He might well move to a smaller club but it will certainly move to a bigger league, be that England, Germany, Spain, because he, he needs to for to extend his career, mm. as Michael said, but also to earn more money. To earn, it's a short career a footballer has, Gordon. To earn more money, he will go to a big league. He's good enough to hold his own in a big league. But Celtic supporters will want him to stay for mm. a long while yet. All right, thank you to Michael in Greenock. I'm still looking for your suggestions as to who the new Scotland number one will be. Is it as simple as saying, well, Scott Baines, the Celtic number one, so he goes in? Or have you got another suggestion? And what about the other people who've forced their way into the squad and the guys that have been left out? You tell us. We're also looking back on last night's action as well with a full-time teaser to come. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here not long to go until kickoff between Rangers and Aberdeen and Hearts against Partick Thistle. So we're still taking your thoughts on that. We're also taking your thoughts on today's Scotland squad. Uh, we're still confused. Not, not going to lie. Stephen Fletcher, not in the squad because he's injured, but he plays tonight. Uh, for Sheffield Wednesday So go figure We are trying to get that situation Cleared up for you um, We're on Twitter At Clyde SSB Julie McKenzie Is suggesting Liam Kelly Slotting into the Scotland squad The Livingston goalkeeper uh, We're going to take a call On the goalkeeping situation In just a second Let me get your question mm-hmm. Up and running tonight though uh, If I can find the right piece of paper Right A similar theme to last night so sometimes I like to keep these questions together Just because it makes a bit more sense So uh, I must say thank you to Who was it that sent it And it was Dylan Thanks to Dylan Sent it to fulltime at clyde1.com Name the first 
12 Scots to score in the English Premier League Can you name the first 12 Scots to score in the English Premier League? So since 92-93 onwards Last night we had the last 12 But I know you two are made of tougher stuff So we're giving you the first 12 Gordon Strachan No McAllister Gary McAllister Yeah Yes Kevin Gallagher Yes Duncan Ferguson No Gordon Deal What he got for me Sorry no, I'll first 12 So you're looking from 92-93 onwards Yes, yeah, so the first 12 who scored in the English Premier League John Henry Yep Oh, Roger I'll Hannah. take a guess from you if you've got one, Gordon no, That would be lovely can't. No, I've no. already gave you my calendar Any, Anything else, you, even a guess for me? No Right, no. we'll leave it there then You're a quarter of the way there We're looking for the first 12 Scots to score in the English Premier League You can play along with us At Clyde SSB on Twitter We've already got Gary McAllister Kevin Gallagher And John Henry. Right Robertson Knightswood What's your point tonight Robert? Hi how are you doing guys We're alright Hi yeah. Robert Talking about the goalkeeper situation For Scotland um, I think going forward I think Angus Gunn Is a great shout um, He's at Southampton just now I know he's played for England 16 through 21 uh, He's not managed to break Into the English first team uh, England first team um, I know McLeish is quite close to his dad and he's talking like a police uh, changing his allegiance. He's obviously a Scottish anyway, but he's talking kind of uh, maybe getting a call up sooner rather than later so he can be Scottish going forward. The boys, what, Man City, Southampton paid £13.5 pounds for him. He's playing week in, week out in the Premiership. He's much better with the ball his feet than Scott Bain. Um, he's shot stopping, I think he's. He's better crosses. His distribution is a lot better than Bain going forward. I think he could be he could be a, a gem mm. for the Scotland squad. Uh, he, he, here's the key for you, Robert. Angus Fraser James Gunn. He sounds very Scottish, but he was born in Norwich. He was schooled in Norwich. He grew up in England. All his pals are English. You speak to him, he sounds very English, and the lad feels English. Now the lad wants to play for England. He's played for England through all the age groups. And he still believes, and why wouldn't you if, as you say, Southampton have paid £13 million for him? He still believes that he will have an opportunity to play for England. Um, so I think Alec, he's spoken to Brian, um, his dad, who he played with at Aberdeen. And Angus still at the age, of, I think he's 23 now, still believes he can go on and play for what you would have to describe as a country of his birth rather than the country of his father's ah, but I mean, his name's Angus. You can't, you can't blame yeah. for England a name like Angus. <laughs> Come on. So, so you're, you're kind of rained off half the Scotland squad there, haven't you? Yeah. Roger? Oh, ab- absolutely. Yeah, players. you're quite right. I but think. half those Scottish guys only came to Scotland in the last 20 years because they knew they couldn't play for England. They knew they weren't good enough to play for England. So they came and took caps from Scotland. Angus Gunn still believes And if you watch his form for Southampton The lad could well be right He still believes he's mm. going to be good enough To get into the England team He's playing better than Jordan Pickford for me at the minute It's a bit like Che Adams Robert He also is one that We're sort of trying to get The Birmingham striker But he thinks he's on the verge of a big move He thinks he can get that England call up So Do you see where, the, uh, see where Robert, uh, Roger's coming from? I see the point 100% It's a valid A valid point But um, Brian Gunn If I remember rightly was quite a Quite a passionate Scotsman, wasn't he? Very much um, so. Very good goalkeeper games, as well. Played six games for the country. Um, and also, that relationship between McLeish and Gunn could be, could be 
Mm. Yeah, well, I suppose it was still a case of watch this space until mm. he gets, you know, capped at a competitive full level for England. Thank you to Robert and Knightswood. Um, nice to have Scott McTominay coming on to such a game, Gordon. I mean, you, you, there was a time when previous squads were announced. We got a lot of calls and tweets saying, "Yeah, he doesn't get a game for Man United. Why are we bothering with him just because he plays for Man United? Get one of the boys who plays up here." I mean, this time last week he he was. Brilliant Brilliant against yeah. PSG in the Champions League So that shows you the level he can get to Yeah but I think a lot of people at the beginning looked at him And thought Mourinho just absolutely loves him Get him in there He wasn't playing as well as he should have been But he was a young boy And mm-hmm. it's a big asking in there And playing uh, with a team like Manchester United But you, as you said there Gordon Against PSG He was absolutely yeah. outstanding Hardly never gave the ball away I think, He was terrific I think as recently as today Alex McLeish said Roger That he, you know, he has asked Angus's dad a few times yeah. but, but no progress made there We've had a tweet in from Keith Condy Who says Surely Liam Henderson Of Verona Should be ahead of Lewis Morgan For a call up Would, would that just be because They're, they're, they're very, They play in different positions yeah, Ultimately Yeah that's exactly what it is And I think um, Ryan Fraser doesn't seem to be going To Kazakhstan for the first game Because of Concerns about an injury And the plastic pitch over there I wonder if Lewis Morgan's selection Has been specifically to step in for Ryan Fraser for that first game over there a sort of like for like replacement in the same system uh, yeah that's a bit of a frustration Gordon I mean if I don't know how, Bournemouth obviously hold a lot of the cards they employ Ryan Fraser so I'm not, I'm not saying he should risk everything and play mm-hmm. but if you look at the team that we, we played in the last couple of games you know Alan McGregor's now not, not available Ryan Christie played a big part doesn't yeah. look like he's available Stephen Fletcher we're still trying to clear that situation up and because it's on artificial pitch Ryan Fraser can't play either yeah and my favourite player can't play as well Callum Patterson, Callum yeah. Patterson. and you that's who you were on about yeah um, it's just one of those things that players are looking after themselves more and more now, Gordon. They don't feel that they want to go out there and risk any injuries on the plastic pitches. Um, and you've got to say, for players, club football comes first because that's where their money comes from. That's what pays their bills, mm. uh, and you can totally understand that. I still want to get an answer on the Stephen Fletcher one. He, he is, you know, I, I was wondering if it was a mistake, but. He's still there he's, he's playing tonight For Sheffield Wednesday Roger So There we go Right what about the question Name 12 The first 12 Scots To ever score In the English Premier League Guys like Gary McAllister Kevin Gallagher John Henry Brian McClare by any chance Yes How about Robert Flegg Yes oh, I, like I think they're going to nail this You two I like that mate. Uh, John McGinley No Ooh. That was one Did I you thought. say Duncan Ferguson He's not one is he He's not one Stuart McCall Mm, nope Was Gordon Jury doing that? Yep Gordon well Jury done. Yep I think oh. we'll leave it there Brian McClare Gary McAllister Kevin Gallagher Gordon Jury John Henry And Robert Fleck Which means you are halfway there Tom is a St Mirren fan On the line Hang fire Tom And give us your reaction to this Because We've been hearing from Oren Kearney uh, He says The St Mirren team Lacked a cutting edge in the game But hopes they'll show the same attitude In their upcoming matches Beaten at home To Kilmarnock last night Still bottom Here's what the boss had to say. That's the joys of football in, in seven days where you know we, we experienced the last minute winner last week and the joys that go with it and then choose another foot tonight where, where we get hit with a, with, a, with a sucker blow at the end. Tonight it wasn't pretty, I'm not going to say that, it wasn't free-flowing but what we got an attitude and endeavour and everything else um, was right up there with where it's been for the last few games and and, and I've already said that after the game that, uh, that it'll not take away from where we're at at this point in time and, and that if we get another ten of those type of of gritty performances and attitudes well then you know we'll not be far away so um, listen the outcome is disappointing but you know for a team like Kilmarnock who are, who are obviously you know have their own agenda with what they're pushing you know it's, it, it wasn't the worst performance 
Right Tom Talk to us Still bottom of the league Are you giving up hope Or can it still be done? I think it can be done That's why I'm on the phone To speak to my good friend Mr Tanner Hi Tom How are you? Good afternoon Roger Think it's possible? Well it's definitely possible I've seen I saw Dundee at the weekend Losing I watched your boys on the TV last night Losing Hamilton took a bit of a battering To Gordon's team at the weekend as well um, There's really not much to separate the three teams And I think survival will come down to the head-to-heads I think it's to play each other before the split And uh, play yeah. each other again after the split So you know Warren Kearney He always speaks well He sounds calm And he's probably calm because he knows the whole thing is in his own hands I thought he made one mistake last night Tom When Cammy McPherson came off And Duckins Nazon went on It was a second striker And I thought he chased a game That wasn't necessarily there for the chasing I think You know one point that I taken St Mirren Above Dundee in goal difference last night I don't think a point At home to Kilmarnock Is necessarily a bad result I would have sat tight on the point Come away with a nil-nil He chased it He get caught out at the end Gordon what do you make of it Because you look at the points At the bottom They're, they're still only one point Behind Dundee So there's no mm-hmm. There's no real gap So they're not running out of games In that sense But I'm sure With every week that goes by It's just one less opportunity To turn it around Yeah um, I, I can understand What Roger's trying to say there About sitting taking a point But when you're battling down there And you're at home I think you've got to go on the front foot I think you've got to go and look for the three points I think what a massive difference it can make At the end of the, the season And um, I, I thought he was quite right to go for it He get caught with a sucker punch But to be fair Overall I thought Kamarnock deserved to, to win the game But they've been on a good mm. run Gordon And they'll take a lot of confidence For the fact that they can go to Petordre And go to Tynecastle and get a result And then they showed a fighting spirit And that's why I'm saying I've been on the front foot they showed a fighting spirit and scored against Livingston very late on to pick up a valuable three points. So there's still a lot to be played for. Tom, the recent form's been pretty good in, in, in ways. It's not as if you're getting majorly outplayed in any games. You've picked up some good points. Is that where the belief comes from? Well, off the record, Gordon, we've got uh, 10 cup finals to play. Everyone's a cup final. So see, we've got a hard, every, game, every game now is a cup final. And I think if he can... Contempt with St Johnson on Saturday I still believe there's hope I still think we'll do it I really do I'm confident Yeah I mean that game on Saturday Roger got uh, St Johnson aren't in, in great form themselves But then again They're just one of those sides Aren't they, they You know You write them off at your peril St Johnson They, they can always produce results yeah, When they you, need if, it If you look at these three teams Who are isolated at the bottom With the best ball in the world You don't fancy the D To get much from Celtic On Sunday lunchtime um, Having seen Hearts at the weekend you would think Ick Piazzo and co could go and trouble Hamilton there. I saw that fixture in the opening day of the season. I think Hearts scored four at Hamilton. So you would think, you know, you'd fancy Hearts strongly for that. St Mirren have probably got on paper the best of the three mm. fixtures. St Johnson are on a very, very poor run of form. And if, listen, if St Mirren are staying up, that's where they need to get points. We've still got work to do on the teaser and we're going to go back to Ibrox and Tynecastle after these. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Fast approaching kickoff. A couple of big games all around the country tonight. Let's first go to Ibrooks and get the build up in team news. Rangers against Aberdeen, Andrew McLean. Yeah. 
yeah, just a few minutes away from kickoff here, looking at the flag bearers they normally have here at Ibrooks, and they look as if they're about to take off with the wind and rain conditions that are happening here, but it hasn't put the crowd off at all. A packed Ibrooks for what is an absolutely massive game in the grand scheme of the season here tonight. Rangers, of course, are eight points behind Celtic in the league. Aberdeen are in third place. They're fighting off Kilmarnock, who are just a point behind them now. So surely the Scottish Cup is the best chance of silverware for either of these sides. So it certainly could be a season-defining night here at Ibrooks tonight. The team news, Rangers make one change from their draw against Hibs. Out goes Andy Halliday, in comes Borna Barisic. A 4-3-3 for them. It's Alan McGregor in goal, a back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Joe Worrell and Borna Barisic. The three in midfield, Glenn Kamara, Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield with Daniel Candeas and Ryan Kent either side of Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, Firth, Katic, Halliday, Koulibaly, Davis, Lafferty and Defoe for Aberdeen. They make three changes from the game against Celtic at the weekend. Out goal is suspended, Cosgrove. Meanwhile, James Wilson and Greg Stewart drop to the bench. In come Stevie May, Niall again, and young Dean Campbell, just 17 years of age. What a game this is going to be for him. A 4-5-1 for Aberdeen. For this one, Joe Lewis in goal, a back four of Don Ball, Scott McKenna, Andy Considine and Max Lowe. The midfield five, Niall again, Dean Campbell, Lewis Ferguson, Graham Shinney and Conor McLennan. Stevie May, the lone striker. The substitutes, Cherney, Stewart, Gleeson, Wilson, Halford, Devlin and Ross. The team is just making their way out onto the pitch at the moment. And I'll leave you there because we will be taking a minute's silence here at Ibrox to remember Rangers great Eric Caldo before this one. Yeah, it's about to fall silent, but it's certainly raucous at the moment. The atmosphere building up nicely ahead of that one Hearts against Partick Thistle is approaching as well Callum Clark has teams at Tynecastle I do indeed it's, the rain is absolutely lashing down here at Tynecastle just a couple minutes away from kickoff. and Hearts making three changes from that weekend win against Dundee Craig Whiten Ollie Lee and Jake Mulraney coming in Morrison Vanacek and Haring dropping out so it's Lamal in goals Gadinho Berra Suter and Garuccio the back four Lee Zoom and midfield and Mulraney Claire Whiten and the big man Ekpiatsu the attack talents on show for Partick Thistle two changes from their win against Dundee United Bannigan and Mansell coming in with Joe Cardo and Story dropping out so it's Hazards in goals of back four McMillan Anderson Saunders and Penrith Elliot Slater Bannigan and Spittle in midfield and up top is Mansell and Scott McDonald could he score tonight we'll find out it's Hearts versus Partick Thistle a few minutes away there we are the scene is set massive night massive night in the Scottish Cup season defining for you too according to you earlier on between Rangers and Aberdeen uh, so give us a prediction then I think uh, I'll go first I think Rangers will win at Ibrox uh, I think it'll be very tight but I think they've got enough to win the game and I think uh, Hamil- Hamilton Hearts will win comfortably at Tynecastle. Oh, come on give me some specifics here. okay I'm just going to say that Rangers will win 1-0 in the 90 yeah, in the 90 okay. yeah uh, Morales will score um, and will he be booked ball for Candias no no booking okay. No booking tonight. Right okay And I think that Hearts will beat Partick 3-0 Roger Hanna 2-1 Hearts 2-1 Rangers Morelos to be booked Morelos to be booked <sighs> Okay It's a big call Well listen We'll keep you up to date On anything that happens Inside the opening stages Before we disappear tonight um, We are still going about the teaser Lots of good answers are coming in Peter Gray I'm not going to lie Peter You had a couple wrong earlier on So I was leaving them out But now you're getting the bit Between your teeth You've thrown some good answers in Graham Gunyan struggling by his own admission he says struggling now Hugh has thrown a couple in there as well right more importantly how are you getting on the first 12 Scots to score in the English Premier League so since 92-93 when it kicked in who were the first 12 Scots you're doing well you've got Brian McClare Gary McAllister Kevin Gallagher Gordon Jury John Henry, Robert Fleck 
Morris Johnson. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Everton. Craig Burnley. No. Okay. Graham Sharp. Ooh, that's a good shout from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who did he score cool. it for? Was it Oldham? I think it was. It doesn't say on my sheet How that's been given to me Colin by Colin Henry. No. Oh. Lots of people seeing him How on about, Twitter. How about Andy Walker? Nope. Oh. Paul Dickoff. No. Again, that's another one that's come in on Twitter as well. Oof. Big Andy Morrison. Big Andy Morrison is not on the list. Oh, he's coming back up for the Iron Brew Cup final. Scott Gemmell. Nope. I'll just throw names at you now. I can see that. No. If Morris Johnson oh, scored, he... d- go for it, does. An inspiration strikes before you forget. Go. No, no, it's not. I was go going to say Ralph Milne, but no. that was well before. I'll tell you what, I'll do some of the wrong answers that are on Twitter right, okay. just to eliminate. So Graham Gunyon has thrown in Steve Clark, which is not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Tennant said John Spencer, also not right. Uh, and Stephen Tennant back in again with Pat Nevin, also incorrect. What about Billy McKinley? Nope. I think you've said him. No, I said John McGinley. Oh, sorry. That sounds similar. Very close. If Morris Johnson's winning, is Ian Durant one? No, he's not. And if it's not Paul Dickov, is it Scott Marshall? Nope. Oh. Stevie Nickel? No. Oh, by the way. Trying to Alan McAnally. Oh. <laughs> nope. Oh. Right, you've got four. What about, what about the lad at Sheffield United? Ian, is it Ian Bryson? Yeah, don't worry about him either. Yeah. Nah. Right, uh, you're four to get. I'll give you some more thinking time. Alan is on Twitter. We've been talking about that Scotland squad. Uh, Roger, this one keeps coming up as the notable absentee. Alan says there must be more to it than ability as to why Leeds' Liam Cooper is constantly overlooked for the squad. Well, he's playing well this season. Um, Bielsa's got a very small squad. He wants a very small squad and that puts a pressure on guys to play an awful lot of football. And he's played an awful lot of football at a consistent level, a consistently good level because they go to Reading tonight. I think they can go top of the championship table again tonight. A decent player, one that Gordon Strachan liked. He'd seen a lot of them down... one of his former clubs um, I just don't know I don't know whether he's won that Has quietly said I don't feel Scottish enough I'd rather just focus on playing at Leeds Because because of the physical pressures That mm. I'm having to play so many games for Leeds Or whether it's as simple as Alan McLeish just doesn't fancy mm. him I think he I hope I get this right Is he left-sided? Yeah I wonder how much that comes into it Now ultimately I can hear people saying Don't worry about that stuff You pick your best players Fine I get that um, But Scott McKenna's left footed Charlie McGrew's left footed Crystal Berry's left footed yeah, Can't get in the squad Paul Hanlon's left sided and, Can't get in the and squad And if, if we go back to the, the three at the back Or whatever There's a good chance Kieran Tierney yep. Goes in there as well Also left footed Andy Robertson's left footed It's possibly a small consideration Gordon For yeah. Liam Cooper well, every time I've watched Leeds, especially this season, they've been excellent, and I think Cooper is a a very very good player. Uh, Gone, I'm a bit surprised with that, but we just we kind of have everybody in the team. Uh, we've got players that can play their positions, but I'm a bit surprised that he's not uh, been included mm. in the squads. I think he's decent. Uh, Richard Moonen as well says, "Why no Snodgrass, Kearney, or Cooper all playing really well for their clubs?" I mean, in fairness, Tom Kearney he, he has been called up. Roger And I think based on what we've seen In a Scotland jersey Stuart Armstrong's of this world um, The Callum McGregor's of this world Would would be ahead of Tom Kearney And the, Kearney. Sa- and the and same it, goes for his Fulham teammate Kevin McDonald. I mean I, now, get, I get that he's playing at that level But based on what we've seen I, You would have Callum McGregor before him wouldn't you? Yeah and listen International football used to be the pinnacle of your career It did Nowadays for players playing in English Premier League And earning 
20, 30, 40, 50,000 pounds a week. They don't want to do anything. They may endanger those contracts. James MacArthur is now the other side of 30 and wants to extend his time at Crystal Palace. Robert Snodgrass is the other side of 30 and wants to extend his well, time we've got at West Ham. we've got a goal at Ibrox and it is for Aberdeen. They take the lead early on Rangers nil. Aberdeen won Niall McGinn. Rangers give the ball straight to him at the edge of the box. The former Celtics player makes no mistake, dispatches the ball beyond Alan McGregor and inside three minutes, it is Rangers nil. Aberdeen won. That is a huge goal, massive start to the game at Ibrox. Yeah, um, and Derek McInnes would probably be saying, look, first 10-15 minutes, try and silence this crowd. They've certainly achieved that after three minutes. Uh, obviously, we can't see the goal you're just describing it, Gordon, but that's a real poor start. And what it does is, it gives Aberdeen now something to hold on to. They've got a goal in the bag, they'll let Rangers come on top and then go and try and hit them on the counter. So, a terrific start you've got to go see on for then. Aberdeen. Give us, it. Give us your line, your famous line. Yeah, well, if you're going to lose a goal, <laughs> always lose it early. <laughs> and if you're going to lose your 1-0 prediction, lose, lose it early. early. Yeah, exactly. That would right out the window. Roger, yeah. I mean, that'll certainly, I don't think Rangers would, uh, I don't think they would need to well, be wakened up, but they certainly will be now. We said when we saw the teams, Aberdeen looked as if they were set up for containment. What do we, we know? We thought they were set up, you know, to sit behind the ball and frustrate Rangers. They've now got something to protect, and I think they will try and sit and frustrate Rangers. We already felt the centre-halves McKenna and Consign would be set up to frustrate Morelos. Um, it's now going to be a big ask for Morelos and for a Rangers team who, if you remember, despite having a lot of the ball, couldn't win at Hibs on Friday night, couldn't win at Petodre in the first game, couldn't score against St Johnson or Kilmarnock in two recent nil-nils. This is a big, big night now for Steven Gerrard and if they go out of the cup, the season's over on the 12th of March. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, that, that is the reality as far as you two are concerned. I know some Rangers fans were disagreeing in the phone, saying they think the league still can be won. Um, but that is massive for Rangers tonight. Yeah, I, I, I think it's the only chance they've got of picking and silverware up, Gordon. And they've obviously not got off to the best start. But there's a lot of time to get that goal back. Um, I'm sure that Steven Gerrard will be pushing his players forward to try and get back into the game as quickly as they possibly can. They've just got to watch they don't get hit with the counter-attack. But you've got to say Aberdeen, Derek McInnes, they've come down to Glasgow in fully confidence. Mm -hmm. They've come out and said, we believe we can go and beat Rangers here and get to a semi-final. What a start they're off to. Perhaps to be expected in the other game, Partick Thistle are very much on the back foot. Hearts are trying to do what Aberdeen have done uh, and start brightly with with the home advantage. You can imagine what type of night it's going to be for Partick Thistle. It's, it's, it's going to take a, a great defensive performance yeah, if they don't lose any it, chance. Don't lose the first goal early, Gordon. Give yourself every opportunity in the cup tie because I've played in, and I've been a manager in, in many of these ties in your you're underdogs and if you can get to the 70 minutes and you're still in the cup tie, it's amazing you see a little bit of panic creeping into the favourites, the opposition. And sometimes it just works in your favour, but you've got to try and keep yourself and, in the and game. And that's what Thistle did in the first game at Farhill. They, they did yeah. lose a goal mm. early and then they just managed to cling on by their fingertips. And the longer the game went on... Hearts get a wee bit nervier and a wee bit nervier than they hadn't put the game away. And Thistle broke away. Chris Daly to get an equaliser. Hence, we're at 10 Castle tonight. Absolutely right. We're counting down to the end of the show, which means these two better get a move on on the teaser. Looking for the first 12 Scots to score ever in the English Premier League Brian McClare, Gary McAllister, Kevin Gallagher, Graham Sharp, Gordon Jury, 
John Henry, Mo Johnson, Robert Fleck. You right. have four. We're, we're going to have to say it, otherwise you'll never forgive us. I like Ray. No, 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 no. Paul Devlin. Nope. Paul Telfer. Come back further than than those guys. <laughs> Who did you say, Devlin? Uh-huh. Telfer. No. Back further than him. I'd John, imagine it was John Ward. Yes, Gordon DL. Liverpool played against some good player. It was probably Ipswich, was it not? Yeah, yeah. Ipswich at that stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, Gary Gillespie. No. Three to go. You, you, what about the lad you two at, don't usually need clues. What about that lad at Wimbledon, Brian McAllister? No. Kevin McDonald. Nope. Kevin McAllister. <laughs> the guy from Hall Pat Evan. No, I've already said he was wrong. Oh, was he? I'm just. Going right, I think it might be clue time. I'm okay. afraid. I'll give you their, their English <coughs> club that they scored for. Okay. Oh, okay. Oldham. Oldham. Scottish connection. Wasn't he Andy Ritchie? Was Aberdeen. It? Tommy Reid. Well, he he's one. The one that shares a name with the St yep. Johnston manager. He is one, but that's not the one I'm talking about. Oldham and Aberdeen. Paul Bernard. Yes. Oh, I wouldn't have got him. And the last one. Give you his English club. Yeah. yeah. Middlesbrough at the time I think Ah I've had to do a Got it You sure? Yeah I've nailed this I'll, I'll just finish it when the music's about <laughs> No no to I'm going to need you to do it now <laughs> By the way you do Played know... centre forward Played with Albion Rovers Went down to Middlesbrough Bernie Slaven <laughs> No <laughs> Bernie, Bernie Slaven was camped by the Republic of Ireland <laughs> Oh he gives it the big build up right quick You've still to get it He played for your beloved Motherwell as well at one point And Celtic Middlesbrough Motherwell Celtic Middlesbrough Come on, Oh Derek White No No he was Aberdeen not Motherwell Quick I need to tell you Willie Faulkner You're out oh. of time Callum Gallagher's up next Louis Tomlinson From One Direction Will be on the show Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results Every week Talk to Thompson's.com